Welcome to episode 511 of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I am talking about haunted places in the U.S. As always, you can find all episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from y'all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening, whether you are here for the live streams on Discord or if you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds or on the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP Digital Broadcasting. There you can hear two two episodes, uh, replays of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. As always, I want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing the shows and uh, putting them up on the station, along with the music, music that you hear at the beginning and end of each show over there. Uh, for uh, so, I really appreciate that. Lost my train of thought there, but um, always want to thank them for all that they do, um, and always recommend their shows as well. So, um, if you like, if you like to help this show, you can always share it with others, and uh, rate and review it on your podcast platform of choice. Other ways to help, I have a Patreon page uh, where there is, as of right now, one extra episode up there. And there will be more, uh, one more per month starting in January. And those are available to all membership level, uh, membership tier levels. So just sign up there at any level and uh, you'll get those extra episodes. Also, I have uh, some paranormal fiction and nonfiction books you can check out over on Amazon. And if you'd like to make a one-time donation, you can do that through PayPal. Um, and all those links are in every episode description. And on the podcast page. Um, help is never expected, but always appreciated as there are expenses in making these shows. From equipment to research materials to uh, travel expenses whenever I'm able to travel. So um, looking forward to that. At some point, going to another paranormal convention. Not sure when yet. Um, I will let you all know when that happens or when that looks like it's going to happen. So. I think that covers everything. Um, again, just like um, the, uh, the the last show I did with the um, the uh, book review, if you uh, go to the podcast or YouTube pages and do a search there for um, haunted places in the U.S., you should be able to find all of those episodes and sort of um, look at look back at where we're at or what we've what I've done with this so far, and then uh, see where we're at. Uh, as of now, and, and sort of listen to all those together if you'd like, like in that way. And um, just mention, like to mention that because this there has been some time between uh, this latest installment and the last one. So, and uh, of course, this is the second part of the last one, which was the look at a place called Fort Morgan in Alabama. And that's the state that we're working on right now. Uh, getting to right now. So, and I think we're almost done. Um, another maybe few shows, and then we'll be moving on to another state. 
I think Alaska, actually, at that point, going in alphabetical order. Um, don't quote me on that, though, just in case. Uh, but um, so I have some articles that I found online, and I will include those in the episode description. And um, I'll get through at least two of those articles, and then whatever one I don't get to, um, those, again, they'll be included in the, um, the podcast episode description. So you can check out all the articles whether I get to read them all or not. Uh, read through them all or not, I should say. I'm not going to read them word for word. Uh, so this is um, this first one article here is from alabamaliving.coop. I'm not sure if that's meant to be. Actually, hang on one second here. I, I'm, I forgot I'm using a, the, um, the screen or the, the enhanced... Uh, reading mode or whatever. So, oh, no, that, that is actually correct. Alabama dot, or Alabama living dot C-O-O-P. Maybe it's co-op, I don't know. Um, anyway, and the title of this article reads, Ghosts, Spirits, uh, Ghosts, comma, Spirits, Said to Wander the Grounds at Fort Morgan. And uh, so this is um, talking about the location. And apparently, um, according to one tour guide, last name Roadwald, R-O-D-E-W-A-L-D, says that, uh, he says, let me see, as I walk through the tunnel to enter the fort, I get a feeling that I'm entering hallowed ground. So uh, construction uh, began on... The fort on the fort in 1819, according to this article, it was completed in 1833. And it was named to honor Revolutionary War hero General Daniel Morgan. So, um, again, going back to, let's see here, uh, Roadwild, he talks about uh, as he learns the history of the location where the soldiers stayed. Uh, where they had their meals, and uh, where they went when they were wounded. Uh, He often visualized and felt the uh, camaraderie and the pain of every soldier, according to him. And this article has pictures. A lot of these articles do include pictures that you can check out. Um, So definitely definitely recommend checking out these articles. (laughs) Excuse me. So, um, now this next section, of course, says apparitions and screams. So it's talking about paranormal activity there. It says that many guests say they believe there are spirits and or ghosts still present in the, in the fort. Um, so one night, apparently at dusk, Roadwald was uh, in a uh, back room of the fort near a row of casemates, which are, those are armored structures where uh, guns were fired. And um, he was, at the time he was dressed in a period, uh, a period uh, soldier out uh, uniform. And he was um, assigned to tell visitors about the deaths in the fort from the time of construction to uh, when it was closed after World War II. And uh, according to Ro- Roadwald, 
three young women uh, came into the, the area and stopped to take a picture of the doorways that ran through five of the casemate rooms. And apparently they were towards the end of the group coming in. And just as one of them was in the process of taking the picture, another one of them uh, shouted, did you see that? And the other two said yes. So they um, apparently they pulled up the picture on the, the phone, their phone that they were using, and apparently they saw an orb-like object uh, in the picture. Now, I'm guessing that they, hopefully they mean they saw it without the picture, because I have heard that phones can pick up different things, natural things, um, of course, bugs and, bugs and dust and all those things. Um, and make it look like an orb. But anyway, uh, Roadwall asked if anyone else was back there, and uh, I mean, sorry, the, the girl, the woman asked if anyone else was back there, and Roadwall said no. Um, and uh, so they were a little bit uh, frightened with just what just happened. He said, and um, so apparently they saw an orb on, on this picture. But I'm guessing they saw it in their own eyes too, because. Um, they're seeing it uh, all at the same time. That phone screen is kind of hard to uh, to see well if you're not right there. So, um, and uh, other reports have uh, included that old ba the old barracks are said to be one of the most haunted places of, of the fort. Uh, in 19, uh, so it talks about some of the deaths there. Um. And according to many reports, you can still hear um, the different people that have died, passed away there, uh, including a man. And visitors say they also hear uh, footsteps and have uh, also been touched. So let me see here. Going on with the article, it's, it says during the Civil War, there was unfortunately a bomb that went off in one of the rooms of the fort that course, killed several of the soldiers that men there. And um, according to people that visit that area today, or to this day, you can hear what I'm guessing is the residual sounds of the of the um, those people. Uh, unfortunately, as they the after everything happened, uh, you can hear their voices, and um, that's where the scream part of that title comes from. So the most um, the the thing that's seen the most there is a young woman apparently at an apparition, and um, so she's seen wandering around the fort. So, and um, let's see here. So it goes a little more into the history of the location, talking about from uh, the U.S. Civil War to World War Two, and eventually it was closed down. So, and of course, the um, I forgot to mention this too at the beginning of the show, as I was before. Uh, always check on the the locations that I talk about in these shows. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, just for current information on when you can visit and how to arrange that, um, all those different things. Just because those things can change over time. 
And um, so I never recommend trespassing for any reason on any, any location. And um, so just uh, keep that in mind. If you're going to visit these places that I talk about in these shows, um, it is up to you to research them as well and look into their current uh, conditions and rules and, and all those different things as well. So just uh, something I wanted to point out again there. And uh, I should have said at the beginning, but I'm still a little bit rusty uh, at doing these shows after a prolonged break from doing these shows. So um, going on to the next article. And of course, the um, I'm sure the other articles that I've read last time for the last one of these shows will have um, more information about the history as well. Um, so and all these will. So if you're really into the history and you're sort of don't mind looking at the um, darker side of all these places, those details are in the articles as well. So getting to the next article here. This is from, uh, let me see here. Oh, this is one of these articles. Um, let me see here. Let me get something real quick. Okay, yeah, this is not bad. All right. There's one website that I found that I thought I liked using that I don't like using. So I just want to make sure this was not from that one website that I will not name because um, to each their own. But this is from uh, scaryhq.com. Title says, The Haunted Fort Morgan in Gulf Shores, Alabama. And uh, so, let me see here. Apparently, there's um, this feeling in the location of being watched all the time. And shadows have been seen moving across the walls of the fort at night as well. So, they start right off with that. This does include pictures. And uh, let's see here. So moving on here. Uh, says that it's been rumored that the fort uh, is haunted. Uh, let me see here. And uh, so let me see. Looking at more of this. And okay, this might be the one website I was thinking of, unfortunately. It has a lot of pictures in it. I definitely recommend checking it out. Um, Actually, it doesn't really have all that many. So, but uh, look, looks like it does have other links to other things. But uh, so, yeah, you can check out that article if you want to and go from there. Um, so, move on to the last article here. <laughs> uh, research is not always uh, easy. Um, so, uh, that's all I'll say about that. Um, this last article here is from. Let me see here. WKRG.com. I always love it when I can find articles from news outlets about locations because um, when you look up these different locations and you find articles about them on websites that are sort of about uh, travel and or the paranormal, um, they're, they're written in a certain way a lot of times. And it's sort of they can be written to really uh, build up the paranormal reports. But then you find these articles from news outlets, and they don't always do that so much. So 
I like um, whenever I can find articles about locations that are not from uh, the different um, paranormal themed websites. I like to include those in the shows uh, just to get another look, another point of view on these uh, locations. So anyway, the uh, title reads spring uh, spirits, spring spirits bring haunted life back to Fort Morgan. So, and this is um, again from WKRG. And um, so it mentions that this is arguably one of the most haunted places on the Gulf coast and in the state of Alabama. Um, and apparently it does mention that um, the fort goes back to um, the War of 1812 to, uh, that's basically when it first became active, to um, World War II. That's how long it's been in use uh, in connection with various um, military events. So um, this article talks about uh, the uh, the walls and the battlefields are all... Um, Look as a lot of them look as they did before, so it's really easy to look back into history. And let me see here. Looking at the um, the uh, history of the place and the people that worked there and people that unfortunately passed away there, died there. Um, apparently, let me see here. Um, according to the article here, 93 people uh, perished on the property, says historian... Uh, Dylan Tucker, uh, and apparently they were placed on the property, but um, Dylan does not know for sure where exactly these people were placed, and um, that's one that's the biggest mystery of the fort, apparently, uh, as of now. So as far as experiences, people say they've been tapped and they've heard footsteps around the fort, according to, the, again, this historian. Last name is Tucker. Uh, it's a T. And uh, apparently at night, uh, spirits bring the fort back to life. And um, so let's see here. According to uh, one visitor, uh, last name of Thayer, says he's a bit of a skeptic when it comes to ghosts, but um, he's never seen one, he says, so. But he's heard people that have um, claimed to see them. So, um, let me see here. This article also mentions Jeff uh, Roadwald and um, says that the sounds and shadows may have a ordinary explanation, but then again, maybe they don't, it says. And maybe possibly the images that you see and the sounds that you hear may be more real than you'd like to think. That's how the article ends. And I sort of agree with that. It's always important to look for logical explanations for things. <coughs> Excuse me. But um, also, sometimes things happen and you can't really explain them. So that's the end of the, that article. It's a fairly short one. And uh, so, yeah, that's the end of that look into that location. And I will just, um, that's going to be it for the locations in this episode. So, so I'll just um, sort of finish this out by talking about 
plans for the series. I may, I'm going to finish this. Um, I'll finish uh, the state of Alabama as far as going through locations uh, that I find, and I'll talk about them in these shows. I might take a break for a while from this series and um, do two book review shows per week uh, just to get through more of the complete books of Charles Fork, get that done sooner. Um, just to give myself a little break from, from the research for that. I, I like these, um, this series, but it's a lot of sort of following links and just seeing if anything really pans out for these locations. And then sometimes, um, you, you think you have, you found a good article and maybe you, when you look back at it, maybe it's not so great. So it's not the easiest thing to, um, research all the time. But I think it's important. I'm I'm definitely will continue the series. Um, after I get done with Alabama, just I'll take a, a break. Maybe start again and and um, at some point in January or February, and just uh, focus more on some some uh, book review shows. I'd love to get through. Again, like I said, um, I'd love to get through the complete books of Charles Fort soon, so that we can move on to other books. So I think it might be worth it to. Um, increase the number of shows for that so we can get them sooner and move on to other books. So um, then really this whole series of these um, haunted places in the U.S., it's just a show that there are so many places that seem to have activity all around the U.S. And I mean, all around the world, really. I, I just, I'm not going to be doing a whole series on places all around the world because there's going to be places where there are language barriers because the only language I really know is English. So, um, but I do think it's important to look into these places. And uh, I'm hoping that sort of by chronicling all these locations that are said to be, tend to be active paranormal spots, um, some patterns will start to show up. And I think they already have, if, if you listen to all these shows and everything. Um, but also hopefully some different ones and some more, uh, maybe some less obvious patterns will start to show themselves as we go through these shows and, and all these locations. And if you, if you notice, they're not just one kind of location. They're forts, they're, they're um, government buildings, uh, courthouses, jails, whatever. Of course, theaters, uh, hotels. Just all kinds of locations. It does not seem to matter um, what the location is, the, the, what kind of what what the location has been. Um, and of course, the further back you go, the the more chance, the better chance you have of a location being uh, multiple things over time as well. We've seen that before too. So, I think it's good to do these shows just uh, for myself and everyone else, just to see, um, sort of get an idea of. Uh, how reports uh, reports are collected and and what's reported and, uh, by large amounts of people that way you kind of get that distilled into these articles and um, go from there. So um, thank you all for listening as always. I uh, also would like to mention again, if you ever listen to any of these shows that have guests, I would recommend checking out the episode description. And um, following those the, the, the web pages or the sites that um, that my guests have for their own projects. So um, definitely 
would um, love to see them, their own projects, get more attention as well. So thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you all on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care.